Oh, you know what time it is. Welcome to another episode of Too Young to Be This Old. I am Ben here with Andy this evening. So take it away, Andy. Hello. Thank you for finding us, however you did. And if you want to see more things podcast-related, you can go to our website at podcast.tooyoungtobethisold.com. You'll find all our social media links and all the different places you can listen to us. If you can rate us in any way, wherever you listen, please do, as that is always helpful. So, It, it is always helpful. If you guys could just let us know you're listening, it'd be greatly appreciative. In general. <laughs> yes, uh. we know people are listening, but... Feel free to throw some feedback if you want to hear us talk about something or our opinion on certain things. Not promising we'll actually tell you them, but let us know that you're interested. Right, right. That's all we're asking for here. Yeah. To go on, my Halloween was very uneventful. I sat at home and played Minecraft and hoped to give kids candy. One child showed up and I gave him a little hug, the juice drink, and that was it. That's adorable. Yep, that's all I had. Yeah, I played a lot right. of Minecraft. It's great. That's that's fair. I've been trying to get that Minecraft going, and one day I'll get in there and play with you. But we need to hurry up, dude. We got this realm set up. Shit's going on, true. bro. We got that I, realm. I, I built the BFC Ben's oh, fried man. chicken automated oh, chicken maker going on now, so food is no longer an issue. That that changes everything. It does. It's a game changer. Well, it is if it is not PETA approved though. Holy oh, shit, is it not beat up? <laughs> My Halloween was pretty chill as well. We went to in-laws, watched some Hocus Pocus, um, watched some old Scooby-Doo movies, um, and then just, just relaxed. There was not that many kids coming through with candy, um, so pretty, pretty low-key. Um, but otherwise, besides Halloween going on, I have randomly had, in the past two weeks... I've had people I know come into town that I have either never met in person or haven't seen in like 10 plus years. So I've gone to Atlanta now two Tuesdays in a row, which is, if you drive anywhere near that, you know how painful that is. But Awful. it's been really fun. Um, gone and had good food and somehow ended up at barbecue places both days. But uh, it was a good time. Got to see old friend David, and I got to meet in person for the first time a friend of mine named Josh, who I met through YouTube back in my YouTube vlogging days, which is a thing that happened. And uh, so, Josh, if you're listening, hello. But uh, I yeah. got something to say here. You sure. vlogged? How long was this? Oh, yeah. This is new uh, to me. Yeah, so at the same time that we were living two miles away from each other in Dahlonega, I vlogged. I did a daily vlog every day for one full year. Holy shit. 365 days. So every day I videoed some portions of my days, edited it, and posted it the next day. And we day. still don't have video on this podcast. And we somehow, and maybe that tells you why <laughs> I have not much motivation to want to go back to editing video every day. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a thing that happened. That's awesome. Where did you guys go down Anybody find it. Um, so on last Tuesday, I went and met a friend that I grew up with in Miami, and we went to DBA Barbecue, which is a barbecue establishment I need to take you to. Um, I'm pretty sure you haven't been. 
Right. But you damn right I haven't been. Yeah, exactly. All right. So that's barbecue. And if you're in the Atlanta area, it's in Virginia Highlands. DPA barbecue is quality. Um, and they have good drinks as well. Um, and then last night, ended up at the Euclid Avenue Yacht Club. That sounds fancy as fuck. It is not. It is a dive bar and little five points. Sounds like my kind of place. Yeah. Yeah. You would be right at home there. Drinking Bud Light was okay. That's awesome. So, you know. Speaking of it, speaking of interesting restaurant experiences. Yeah. Bruh. I walked into a McDonald's today for the first time in forever. One thing I, the only question I asked you about that whole interaction was, why are you inside of a McDonald's? Okay, so me and my coworker, Alex, we go get lunch together. And it is way easier to walk in and order separately than it is to try to get a drive through to figure out that you want to pay two separate ways. Ah, see that. Yeah. So you just got to pick somebody to pay each time and then just swap. Yeah, but we don't want to do that. And also it gives us a reason to not be in the lab for a half hour. So it's like right. the reset button. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So you walked into a McDonald's and what yeah. magical but, things did you find? Okay. But first we get there. The reason we went to McDonald's is when we tried to go to the Popeye line, the Popeye line was in the street. So we just went around that and went to the McDonald's right next to the Popeye's. <laughs> Yeah, because if you're listening to this at some weird time in the future, this is the period of time in which Popeyes and Chick Fil A are in the middle of the Great Chicken Sandwich Wars. I'm sure they'll come to round two. This. this is round, round two. Round two, yeah. This a is man, a man in Maryland was stabbed for cutting in line at a Popeyes over a Popeye sandwich. Right, and the only thing I can think of is it. It, it demonstrates the golden rule: cut in line, get cut outside. <laughs> so. Oh, man, please don't hurt anybody for Popeye sandwiches. I doubt they're that good. But you don't know. But I don't know because I have yet to be able to try okay. it. They are that good. I'm just not willing to get violently attacked because I really <laughs> want another one. Right. Reason overcame. But anyways, right. went into this McDonald's. And the first thing I think of is when I'm going into this McDonald's, it's the same McDonald's that me and our buddy Sean went to during our friend Matt's bachelor party. Because Sean was not old enough to get in the strip club at the time. Ooh. So that's that was my last impression of this McDonald's. <laughs> and that's going eight years ago. That was also probably a very drunk impression. No, I was sober. We hadn't started drinking oh, yet. I bit God. the bullet. I bit the bullet. Because Sean couldn't get in and I didn't want Sean to be alone in Gainesville. Oh, oh wow. So that's just... I bit the bullet and we went to McDonald's and it was a sketch McDonald's then. That's depressing. So when I walked into this McDonald's, I was like, damn, this place has gotten nice. <laughs> there are two workers sitting out on the other side of the counter. And they're like, oh, welcome to McDonald's. Let us help you with your order. And I was like, okay, <laughs> what are you going to do? They just take you over to the board where you can order yourself. Oh, yeah. And she did the order for me, then gave me the little placard to put on my table. And they're like, we'll bring you your food right out. And I'm like, okay. So I'll wait <laughs> here for my food? No, no. So I sit down. I sit down, and I'm waiting, and I'm sitting there, and I and 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 I'm like, man, this is weird. This doesn't feel like McDonald's. I'm not used to sitting down at McDonald's and my food being brought to me. I'm not used to going any fast food establishment other than Chick Fil A and sitting down and my food being brought to me. And then the other thing I kept thinking is when I'm looking over at the board and the two employees standing there, I'm like, this is kind of like when the new guy gets hired at work, and you know they're here to take your job. They're just training their robot replacement. 
That's all they're doing is That's training so people how to use a replacement. Oh Another gentleman walked in while we were eating, and he was sitting there. And after he ordered, he stood at the counter waiting for his food because he was in the same boat I was. Like, this is not how McDonald's operates. This is not the McDonald's I know. Yes. So we oh, leave. Man. As we're getting into the car, this really janky car pulls up and parks next to us. And a gentleman gets out of the car. And my door's open, and he overhears a part of our conversation where we're talking about chicken sandwiches because we're still laughing at the Popeye situation. This guy goes, man, I like a chicken sandwich as much as the next person, but I ain't waiting in no damn line like that for a chicken sandwich. I mean, and yeah. Then he, and I was like, well, I, I, it stunned me because I'm in Gainesville, and, and as all of you listeners heard, my track record when people talk to me in Gainesville is not great. That's true. You were worried they were about to ask for a ride or to use your cell phone. You're correct. I'm well, not a ride because he pulled up in a car, but I'm expecting, yeah. oh, he's going to ask me for to make a phone call. He's going to ask for money. Something is the first thought I have just because that's been, I'm yep. batting at this point, I'm batting a thousand for something weird happening when people talk to me in Gainesville. And no, we just had a conversation about how ridiculous the Popeye's line was. Because if you're in Gainesville on Brown's Bridge, the Popeye's on the right. And on Monday, we decided we were going to give the chicken sandwich a shot. And that Popeye's line was backed up from where the Popeye's is on Brown's Bridge all the way to where the Bojangles on Brown's Bridge. Oh, my is, God. Which is like a quarter, like probably a quarter mile. Yeah. And then well, today, there was only one car out in the road, but the mm-hmm. parking lot was packed. And Just the drive through was completely full. And we're like... God. Maybe, but no, not when we can go to either Cookout or McDonald's, which we went to Cookout on Monday. Right. So we didn't want to double up on Cookout this week. I mean, you can only have so much Cookout. Well, that's not true. You can get so much variety at Cookout. But yeah, I was just like, okay, that's cool, whatever. So we just get in the car, and I tell I tell Alex because he's been he's heard a lot of these horror stories about things mm-hmm. that happen. <laughs> in uh in Gainesville with me and he goes oh well that's about the best scenario that could have happened for us it's like yeah you're right that's, yep that's about it yep I mean I saw a line downtown that like literally weaved through a gas station in between the gas station pumps and I was like well I guess if you want to get gas there like you're fucked right and yeah uh, so I will say this part of the Popeye's chicken sandwich coming back it's getting a, a bit ridiculous. It's out of hand. Like these lines are stupid. They need to find none a way these, to get better at this. Yeah, well, none of these locations are designed to handle no. this kind of flow of people. Yeah. So I mean, they they really have got to get something figured out and quickly. Yeah. But also, how great is the marketing where you always look busy, so everybody assumes everything's honky dory. It's true. I so, mean, they they also brought out those like voodoo tenders or something, and I'd love they, to see the numbers on if anybody's actually getting those. Uh, they're not great, but they didn't look great. All it is is their regular tenders with sweet chili sauce. Jesus that, Christ! That's, that's like when they is. bamboozled me with the boneless uh, honey, honey mustard wings. Yeah, it's just nuggets with honey mustard sauce. I will say this though: they're ten piece. Boneless nuggets or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know they say boneless wings are boneless nuggets. Right. They are. Nuggets. That is not a bad deal for five bucks. And also, what do you mean a boneless nugget? Like if a nugget has bones in it, you got a problem. I, well, I, they say boneless wings, but it is not yeah. a boneless wing. It no, is a, it's, it's just a nugget. A nugget. It's Which a nugget. I appreciate that Wild Wing Cafe just calls them nuggets because they and understand. They they get it, and I don't know why this is turning into a food cast. That's not that was not the the purpose today. 
Andy, we are both large gentlemen. <laughs> if we get talking about food, everything comes It just best. keeps going and going and going. It but does. Anyway. Okay, so moving on from food. Huh, huh, huh. Yeah, yeah. Moving, yeah, just, just, just gloss <laughs> right past all that. So, um, have you listened to anything new this week? I have not listened to anything musically new this week. Yeah. I have gone back and I'm listening to... Uh, a lot of Stone Temple Pilots, Days oh. of the New, uh, Soundgarden. For some reason, I don't know. I, I've just I've felt that like not gr- like post grunge rock, all right vibe right now. So sure. I'm I'm really in that headspace. So I've been listening to that. Um, dude, dude, last week was crazy to me as a fan. I'm a huge fan, and I've said it multiple times mm-hmm. here on uh, uh, the Pat McAfee podcast, right? Uh, the Pat, Pat McAfee Show and Heartland Radio. All 15 of his podcasts. Well, he only does two podcasts, but he's on like 700 different shows. Yeah. So he does get up on ESPN on Mondays. He has a talk radio show he does every day, Monday to Friday. He has his podcast that he releases on Tuesday, Thursdays, and Friday. Um, And then this week, he does the Thursday night college games. Well, this week, he also did Friday night Smackdown because of the Jesus. Saudi Arabia stuff. That man does not sleep. He doesn't, dude. He just goes. And I don't know if you saw this shortly before podcast. He has mm-hmm. now also been announced as the field analyst for the soon-to-be XFL. <laughs> oh, man. So was it like a job interview he didn't know he was at Friday night? Uh, probably. <laughs> I- I'm assuming it was. I'm just saying he did fantastic until that awkward end. You didn't like him getting in the ring? No, it was awkward. It like It was you- like... You realize his contract, he's literally titled as NXT talent, though. It in was his contract. like, I didn't know that. And that's funny yeah. that you guys were like, he is NXT. It yeah. just was like, it was like if your basketball team just like won the county championship and like. And a dad brother, walked out there. Yeah, a dad walked out there or like your little brother or like even your sad older brother just like walked out there and was like celebrating with you guys. Yeah. And you're like, you don't belong I, here, but nobody's going to say anything. <laughs> Yeah, I can I can see that. I can see that, just, but at the same time, just because I know hurt. more of the backstory, I was like, sure. oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, there's also an amazing gif that came out of that night where oh, really? Stephanie is standing at the top of the ramp, and she's waving to Triple H, and Triple H is not paying attention, and <laughs> McAfee waves back at her, and oh, they're talking about it on his fantastic. podcast. fantastic. They're talking about it on his podcast, and he goes, I felt like that little kid waving bye to your mom on the first day of school. <laughs> And I was like, "Oh, that's amazing!" But uh, oh, that is so good. I uh, I loved that. Um, yeah, I did. I did add another podcast to my list this week, though. Did you? Yes, I did. I think I we had... added the same podcast to our list this week. Uh, would that be Digital Days Gaming? That would be. So yeah, if you guys enjoy us, our good friends MJC and Dave had started up their new passion project of uh, Digital Days Gaming. Available on all podcast formats. It is, and they have a lovely website. Uh, we will go ahead and just throw links down there. So if you enjoyed listening to them before, they're doing more of the same here, but with you know a little bit of a little bit of spin to it. So it's uh, it's real exciting. I've enjoyed the first episode. I wasn't lucky enough to watch them in that second episode on Twitch, but it will be up before this episode's up. So if you're listening to this, that's out there for you. <laughs> It is. It is. Look, awesome. This beer gave me the burps. Is that a 
Miller Lite. No, it's a PBR. Ah, right. You've been on the PBR lately. Hmm. Just went down the wrong pipe, and all of a sudden I'm burping. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, other than you know that that's been kind of what I've been listening to. Uh, I haven't watched anything, but I'm really intrigued because I've now heard from like three different sources that I need to watch The King on Netflix. Okay. So, I uh, actually took upon a suggestion of a previous guest of the podcast. Um, Austin recommended Castle Rock uh, on that Halloween episode, and I have been watching Castle Rock. Is it good? Um, yeah. The first season focuses around... Um, a story happening at the uh, Shawshank prison. Okay. So is it about redemption? Yeah. Yeah, in a way. And it's 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 interesting. It is interesting. Uh, so I'm real excited to see where that goes. And you know, the second season is ongoing. So I think by the time I finish the first season, um, with how I watch shows, uh, the second season will be like long over with. So. You hope. Hmm. Yeah, I hope. Been watching that. Also been watching the new season of Always Sunny, which, you know, never fails to, to please. Always. Always day, man. <laughs> Fighter of the night, man. So the king, huh? The king? That's... Yeah, the king on Netflix. Alright. Well, that's a, that's a recommendation, but there's been some other things going on here in the... The world of media and gaming, right? That we felt like we wanted to chat about. Yeah, I mean, we just came out of BlizzCon, and it was really a, a really different vibe this year that I picked up. You know, a lot um, more protesters than usual. Yeah, uh, <laughs> from from friend that was there, he said it was like seventeen people. Yeah. Like, like the media was trying to make it as a huge protest, but he's like, not not that many people at all. Interesting. Um, or I should say, not that many people in the big protests that was like trying to barricade people. Right. He did say you saw a lot of the free Hong Kong shirts and stuff like that. Right, right. But, that's what you know, that's what there was more of. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I do find it kind of weird that there's all this protesting going on. Everybody's like, oh, Blizzard boycott. And then all of a sudden, Blizzard's like, yo, dog, Diablo 4. And everybody's like, fuck yeah, Papa Blizzard, Diablo 4. <laughs> You're like, Diablo 4, what? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, moral of the story is if you do something wrong, just release a kick-ass game and suddenly people don't care. Just release a new game and the internet yeah. will move right along. Correct. But obviously, and also, Epstein didn't kill himself. Um, yep. Obviously, if you're, uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this, you probably have already known, you know, Blizzard had a little bit of a controversy going on here. Not even a little bit. Ended up spinning out pretty huge. So it's, it's a lot of bit of controversy, but... They, they returned the money to that player, though, which I think was they, a good they move. They the money. They did not rescind his suspension. No, the suspension which, is staying the same. Which I didn't know they had given his money back yet. Yeah, and honestly, after hearing, that, after hearing that, uh, I've, I've said this before, and I'll say it here, and let's kind of mm-hmm. move on. Because he even said it when he found out what had happened. He knew it was against whatever contract he had signed to make a statement that would be that politically charged. So just because we live in a world of freedom of speech doesn't mean you have freedom of consequence. 
Yeah, I mean, he was willing to risk it, and you know, yeah. I and you know, what? I admire I, him for doing it yes, because he brought yes. attention to something that is relevant to talk about. Blizzard decided to take the stance that they don't want this to spiral into every person they ever have win anything, use it as a platform to push whatever they want to push, because maybe it's going to be something they don't want associated with their name. This wasn't the best look for Blizzard, but... No, it... I, I always, in my head, I spin it as one if he had said MAGA. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So what if he and, said that and Blizzard did nothing? Yeah, if Blizzard had done nothing, people would be outraged that Blizzard did nothing. If Blizzard had done something, Blizzard would have or people would have been outraged at Blizzard. So right. I don't think I think Blizzard was in a no win situation, and they yeah. just came out. They came out with the worst end of the deal. Right. Um. Right. So they gave him back his money. He still has a suspension. I guess I'll take money and suspension over yeah. nothing that he was going to get. Yeah, exactly. Um, but going on, Diablo yeah. Four. Uh, looks yes. really good. Bringing in the uh, character that's been mentioned a few times in previous Diablos of Lilith as the main baddie, which I'm super excited for because Lilith is kind of like the creator of the Nephilim, which are what the when you play Diablo, you are one of the Nephilim, one of these enhanced beings that have special powers. So it'll be interesting to see because like she wants to stop the conflict, but she walks this like very morally gray area on how to stop the conflict. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out with maybe some of the players' decisions or maybe just the story twisting and turning through. It'll be I, I'm stoked. I'm a huge fan of Diablo. I do love me some Diablo. I'm. Uh, did they say anything? Is this coming out on like? Every single console and the Alexa. Um, the only thing we know of right now is PC. Oh, I think PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Okay, were ever announced. But I mean, if you're playing Diablo not on a PC, get the fuck out. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever, wherever you want to play it. Is, is uh, fine. no, it's a good PC. Game. Get the fuck out. Just because it was you like designed for mouse and keyboard, get the fuck out. It was, but you know what? To be fair, everything I've heard is a lot of people say that they did a great job of translating it to controller. Not that I actually want to try playing it with a controller because I can't imagine making that transition. Like it's not it's not bad on controller. I like yeah. the dodge mechanic that you get on controller since you have a little right. bit less precise movement. But the I guess the support the game itself is so much better on PC it, than it is on yeah, console. Yeah, it's so heavily a PC game that to me it falls in the same realm of like when I go to play, you know, I really like um, uh, real-time strategy games. When I go to play an RTS, I'm not jumping on my Xbox and playing Stellaris even though I have the console edition exist on Game Pass. I'm just jumping on my PC and playing Stellaris because I just can't I can't Imagine how to manage all that with a controller and sitting on my couch. Just, I don't know, lends itself to being on the PC more. And that's how I've always thought of Diablo, because I've always played it on the PC. Right, But right. I'd be interested to take a Diablo on the road with me, so if they throw it on the Switch, I'd probably also get it on the Switch. Give it a give it a shot. On, get that Diablo 3 a shot. On a... Let's wait till it uh, throws up a sale. Right. So, um, but yeah. Another big Diablo game... 4. Another big game announced, uh, Overwatch 2. I'm interested to see how this game launches. Yeah, I wonder if that's going to catch fire again, or if it's going to be like... Okay. From what I've seen, if you own the first Overwatch, all of the PvP content that comes to Overwatch 2, you get for free. 
So they're not abandoning the Overwatch so, one player why do, base. Why? Why would you buy Overwatch two? Then what's the? There's going to be PVE missions. Okay. There's an actually a campaign. Other things right, like right. That. They're bringing a campaign to it. Okay. Right. So the the best way they explain this is Overwatch two. If you don't own the first one, it can be a standalone sequel. You don't have to play the first one to have any idea what's going on with the second one. If you've played the first one, all of your all your unlocks carry over, which is huge because that was a big thing people were concerned about with them releasing another game is, you know, all the cosmetics in Overwatch not carrying over. Yeah, I think that just would not fly. Oh, not at all. Not, <laughs> not with the fact that some of that was spent with real money. Yeah, uh, exactly. But all if you... If you box money. Right. If you're a big fan or if you've played Overwatch a lot, then you're basically getting an... Ex- excuse me, an expansion for Overwatch 1 with Overwatch 2. Um, so I, it'll be interesting to see. I know my wife will get this game because she's insanely addicted to Overwatch mm-hmm. and, and plays the absolute hell out of it. So it'll be interesting, interesting to see. I do like the fact that instead of seeing them completely abandon Overwatch 1, it's basically the PvP, which is all Overwatch 1 is, is still going to remain right. intact. So those people that don't care anything about the PvE content aren't being forced to buy Overwatch 2 because their community's dying. Right, Which will be... That is really a good, a cool way to handle it. In that, you know, you don't care about the campaign, just whatever. Continue doing what you're doing, and nothing's going to change, and you're not going to be locked out of content. So, I like that. Yeah, it's definitely definitely something new. And of course... Something companies could learn for Yes, EA, Madden. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then the other big announcement coming out of BlizzCon uh, was Shadowlands, the next expansion for World of Warcraft. It's bringing you back to... Oh, it always does. It It always always does. does. It always does. Expansions guarantee that I'm going to buy at least a month. Yeah, I was like, Um, they're at least getting the cost of the expansion plus 15 bucks out of you. Right, and also uh, unrelated to the expansion, it is the 15-year anniversary starting tomorrow, uh, November wow. 7th. So they'll get a month from me starting on Friday because they are releasing Raid Finder versions of the old raids from Burning Crusade and Lich King. So I know what you're doing this weekend then. Yes, I'm playing a lot of World of Warcraft this weekend because if you get the achievement for finishing those <clears throat> those Raid Finder raids, you get a Deathwing mount. And oh, shit. So, your boy wants that Deathwing mount. I mean, real yeah. bad. Yeah, I mean, real bad. I want it. <laughs> Shadowlands, it looks like we are finally, if you follow World of Warcraft lore, we are heading basically into hell, for lack of better terms, in Warcraft world. Uh, the Shadowlands are basically the place between, or the place that everybody goes after death. So that's going to allow them to probably reintroduce a lot of old villains that we've quote-unquote killed in the past uh, and things like that, which we've kind of started seeing them do in recent expansions like uh, Draenor and Legion and stuff like that. So I like the look of it. Any cinematic that shows me the Lich King, I'm there for. So here we go again. All right. I know you care nothing about Warcraft. No, no. I, I, I had my time where I... I tried. I gave it, I gave it a good year or so, and uh, I just, I can't. So, but I am glad you're excited. Yeah, I just realized talking about it that I forgot how excited I get when Warcraft has expansions. 
because I've just been so disappointed by the past two. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm I'm just the the one thing that got me out of this was just you know the Diablo four, so that's the that's the thing I'll be on the lookout for. I don't know if it's a launch day buy for me, but is that one you're picking up, pre-ordering, preloading, or are you waiting? Uh, Diablo Four will be will definitely be a launch day. Yeah. All right. I mean it 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 always is for me anyway. That's true. Um, I mean, the only issue is is if it releases like most games do on a, a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. that means I will not be playing it till that weekend because right. it is such a time sink. Yeah. I'll probably exactly. I'll probably give it some time. That's why most games anymore for me getting it on release day it's kind of like pointless. I've I've lost the it's lost the magic for me because I'm like I'm not gonna play it, <laughs> so I'm uh, just gonna wait. Yeah, I can't say that because like Gears of War Five and Call of Duty this year, <clears throat> both of those, uh, since they released at like nine p.m. on the night right. before they came out, I was I was sitting here playing, like as soon as yeah. it started. So that was that was how I rolled in both of those situations. That's Man, fair. We really need to get you in on this Minecraft realm. Yep. 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 I mean, I'm I'm excited to check it out. I don't know if anybody else is interested that. in Minecraft, but they have definitely changed some things up here in the past few years. Yeah, but say it's its ten year anniversary this year. Yeah, that's right. It is. That's a so, lot of old Minecraft. God, it's so old. But I mean, right now, right, it's pretty cool. I was trying to, I was explaining to my wife that you can be on a phone, on a Switch, on an Xbox, on a PC. As long as you're not on a PS4, you can yeah, basically. play in the same realm at the same time with yeah. no no real you know difference in experience. Yes, uh, my my coworker uh, is playing on his phone with us, and he says it runs better on his phone than it does his laptop, which that probably doesn't speak well to his laptop. Yeah, but I think it speaks very highly of how far the phone version has come along. But you're sitting there playing on a phone and not complaining about it not being on a console. You know what? Soon we're all going to be playing Google Stadia games on our phones, so watch out. And Xbox That's coming out soon. Yep. Isn't it? Stadia soon and xCloud we don't know anything about. Moment of silence for the end of an era. Would like to thank Mr. Cameron Newton for all he's done for the Carolina Panthers. Sad to see you go on the IR. And I know people are saying you should be gone, but I want to see you come back. I want to see you come back healthy. And I want to see you bring that ring to the Queen City. I want to see it happen. I think it's more likely he brings that ring to Jacksonville. Nah, I was reading something today, dude. And so this is this is tinfoil hat theory time. Oh, boy. Tom Brady wants out of New England. What? Tom Brady wants to go somewhere to show that he's a good quarterback and it's not just a system thing. Aww, Rumor has it that he's thinking about... Thinking about going to L.A. so he can be closer to where he's from originally. Oh, my God. And what then I could so see Bill Belichick trying to sign Cam Newton to a one-year deal and having Cam Newton at quarterback for the New England Patriots. Man, I'd have to hate Cam Newton so much. I, Dude, I would be so torn. You it, would, would be like, it would be like when Julius Peppers went to the Bears. Right. You wouldn't know how to feel. I think it would be a very complicated time for you. It would be a very hard time for me in my life. That just is. Let's just hope it doesn't happen that way. I, but I'm just saying, if it were to happen that way, there'd be some complex and complicated feelings happening. 
Tom Brady just needs to retire. I really don't need him going to be on another team. Like, I just... And when you say LA, are you talking about the Rams or the Chargers? I said the Chargers, I thought. No, you just said LA. Oh, well, it could be either because he's still <laughs> probably better than Jared Goff is right now. That, yeah, that's probably true. Oh, did you, um, you don't keep up with UFC, do you? No, I do not. But there was a thing this weekend, right? Yeah, UFC 244. We had a match for the BMF title. Which, if you don't know what BMF stands for, it's bad motherfucker. And it was between Nate Diaz and Jose Mas... I can't pronounce his last name. But uh, The Rock presented the title, which was really cool. What? And the fact that a doctor stopped the fight because somebody was bleeding was highly infuriating. Oh, no. How could they? Well, they said it was to protect him, but if you've ever watched a Nate Diaz fight, he bleeds everywhere anyway. Right. So just, like, let it happen. Let it go. But they've basically already said that they want to do it again, and they're going to take it to Vegas. All I saw UFC-related was uh, Cain Velasquez getting caused to tap out by Brock Lesnar. He did. He did lose to that Bork Laser in his WWE debut. That's all I saw. And then I saw that that boxer have a very disappointing match with Braun Strowman. Yeah. Dude, what did you think of uh, Rey Mysterio's headshot to Brock Lesnar with that chair? Eh, It wasn't as bad as the AEW one. Yeah, that was the first time I've seen a a headshot in WWE in five ever. Yeah, yeah. It didn't didn't get me as bad as the AEW one did. Yeah. Well, the one at AEW was a complete accident and should have never happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's why it, it, I don't know, that desensitized me. So apparently I live on the three months behind world of the internet. Yeah, you when, just learned about When okay did boomer. boomer become a bad word? But when did it become a bad word? Because that used to be used to describe like a generation of people. Right. Like, when it, did it, it get turned into an insult? That, when that's did where it get turned into an insult? Is been a while, I think. I don't know. You just hang on a different corner. And then the OK Boomer meme has really taken off, like, this Not past week. as much week. as damn Jeffrey Epstein memes. No, which, that even getting to Fox News was kind of hilarious. Yeah, it was. It was pretty that, funny. That was great. And I have seen plenty quality Facebook arguments about that that I do not participate in. Yeah, I'd definitely stay away from that. I'm just like, I don't know, because, so I heard it today... Um, on a podcast I was listening to where they kept, they were basically making fun of the fact that the, they were making fun of the boomer being an insult. Um, cause there's an older person on a podcast and they just kept saying, Oh, you're a boomer. Oh, you're a boomer. And they were just not getting on his nerves cause he could care less. Just hearing it over and over again. I'm like, when did this become an insult? It's just one of those things. It's the same thing. And we've talked about it before with like millennial. That's how it feels to me. Like millennial, depending on the connotation, can be an insult or can be a way to describe something. Oh, I exactly. love to jokingly use it as a as an insult, right? Because I, I you'll never catch me calling somebody a snowflake because that is the dumbest insult in the history of insults. That's true. Most of the people who use it are the actual snowflakes. Correct. <laughs> But, I don't know, I think the the boomer thing almost seems like a a consequence to millennials constantly having to read articles about how they spend too much money, so they're ruining the housing market because they're not buying houses, or they don't spend enough money, so they're ruining the housing market by not buying houses. So, it's it's almost become like, it's like 
a, <laughs> the default response you have in your head when you read about how we as millennials killed Applebee's, and you're just like, <laughs> okay, okay, boomer. <laughs> so that's that's kind of the the progression that I saw happen with that. It's like, Wait, just, who the fuck is saying Applebee's is dead? Oh my god, I can send you three articles a day about how. Millennials are killing chain restaurants, the napkin industry, the hotel industry, but then also I can spending believe. too much money and not spending enough money at the same time. I've seen two articles the same day. Yeah, I can believe that it's killing the hotel industry. Sure. Because Airbnb and Uber are killing the hotel and the taxi industry. Yeah. Let's just be real honest. Because it's a better service. Better service. That's better what service. happens. But you want to tell me that millennials are killing Applebee's? I dare you to come drive in Dawson County, Georgia, by that Applebee's at any given fucking time of the I'm night. I'm just saying you're that in a place very is specific with people. Okay, and okay. all of Although, them are freshly drinking aged. The uh, the Applebee's in Johns Creek near me shut down and became a barbecue restaurant. So okay. The Applebee's and Alpharetta, long gone. It, it, it's, you're in a very specific area where you got little to choose from. We have everything now, though, Andy. Yeah, but when it comes to places to drink, what do you guys have? Applebee's, Chili's, <laughs> Friends, <laughs> exactly. Fajita Grill, El Campesino, El Hiente. <laughs> I mean, drinking yeah. in Dawsonville, come on. Come right, on. right. But in 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 general, there's been you know a lot of chain restaurants that have kind of started lowering in profits, and and they want to blame that on millennials, obviously. I guess I'm gonna blame it on boomers for telling me to go cook. Yeah, exactly. Then they're like, you know, millennials spend too much eating time eating out, but they're killing the restaurant industry by not eating out. It's because we'd rather buy an experience and go somewhere nice and fancy, exactly. like McDonald's. Or medieval times. I do go to medieval times <laughs> a lot. You go to medieval times more than anybody I know. I've been... Shit, I went three times this year. Oh my... In 2019? Yeah. Oh my god. I only paid for twice. Yeah, that's because you're the one person that entered their Instagram challenge. <laughs> uh, so. I did it. I did it again. This week, because they uh, they have ones for Friday, so... Oh, my God. You're just hoping for a win here. Hoping for a win. Oh, Get man. another Too many people might have found out by now. You might they have might know. Well, might have run now. dry on, on free medieval times for you. Which, how has that place survived? Uh, medieval times? They made it through the recession, Ben. Did, did you want my honest opinion on how they made it? It's a recession-proof that? business, that's how. I would not say that at all. <laughs> I would not how, say that at all. How they I would say it, the then? fact that they're charging. So if you pay full price, and you're an idiot if you pay a full price one <laughs> of medieval times, because there's always a coupon code for some amount off. Yeah, that's It's fair. like 55 bucks to get in the door. Oh my god. 55 bucks per person to get in the door. Ugh. But you go, and you find the coupon code, and they bring it down to $36. Right. So thirty six bucks is still expensive for a meal, but when you look at it, you're getting a meal and a show. Right. The meal you get is basically a half chicken, tomato soup, uh, a half of a baked potato, mm-hmm. and uh, and I say it's not a baked potato, whatever it is. It's like a season. It's a big ass French fry. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> Garlic bread. 
and then sure. uh, you'll get um, a dessert of some sort, which some days it's ice cream, some days it's like a piece of cake kind of thing. Right. So it's something they can cook in mass quantities. The food margin's probably fairly cheap on there. Oh, um, yeah. You get Pepsi, Those are not cruelty-free chicken you're getting. Oh, definitely. Oh, and they're not. serving Pepsi? Oh, no wonder. They're getting bargain basement prices on their soda syrup. <laughs> God, your Pepsi hate is Serving astounding. that swill. It's astounding, man. It's astounding. <laughs> um, Have you uh, tried Coke Cinnamon? No, I haven't. That's friend. a real thing. You want? Oh, this is going to go right back in the food cast. You're doing there this. go. Next time you go to one of those Coke freestyle machines. Yeah. Mellow Yellow with lime. Mellow they yellow do Mellow lime. Yellow Limeade. Right. And holy shit, it is... You know my feelings on Mellow Yellow. Yeah. It's it not is a poor man's Mountain Dew. It is not as good as Dixie Fuel. That <laughs> Limeade, if they bottled that, it could be the number one selling soft drink in the South in a heartbeat. Oh, man. It is, dare I say, better than Mountain Dew. Did... Did I ever tell you about a uh, uh, mint cola guy? Mint cola guy? That sounds awful. Okay. I hate so mint flavored anything at, other than mint. When I worked mints. at Coca-Cola, this was like, and this is not an industry secret or anything. This is just like a tale that got told to us when we were getting trained for taking calls. Now, I was mainly taking calls and helping arrange service for like the actual restaurants and businesses that had Coke machines. Not the people calling about how I got a Coke and it was nasty. That was a whole other department. But sometimes calls get mixed up. So right. they told us this tale about this guy who almost everybody has gotten a call from him somehow. And there's all these rumors about what this, who this guy is, what his story is, or like what the hell he's doing. And this has been happening for like 15 years. He's some dude. He always says he's from like Tennessee or Kentucky. He like switches between the two. And then he just mm-hmm. says that he had the idea, for, he has an idea for putting mint in Coca-Cola. Okay. And that it's the best idea ever, and Coke is trying to stop him from doing this because it's the best idea ever. And, like, he just, he eventually gets belligerent every time. So there's stories that he's in a mental institution somewhere, there's stories that he's in jail somewhere, there's, like, all these, like, urban legends that spread throughout working at Coke. I got that dude, like, three times when I worked. <laughs> like, it just kept happening, and every time he would have some different different version of the story of how he invented Coke with mint in it, and Coca-Cola Company doesn't want to pay him for it. And that they're secretly putting mint in it sometimes, but not all the times. That was one of the things. Dude, no. I want you to <laughs> chew a piece of spearmint bubblegum and then take a sip of a Coke and tell me that that's an attractive flavor. Imagine how belligerent he would get with you if you told him some nonsense like that. Dude. You're just part of I, the I big machine get, trying to shut him down. I, I would want you to know how belligerent I would get with him if he came at me with that nonsense, Andy. <laughs> How do you think that conversation would go? <laughs> it would not go well. There's not one way that conversation ends. Oh, yeah? Well, fuck you, too. <laughs> it's the only way that conversation ends. Oh, man. Oh, man. But speaking of other things that are as American as Coca-Cola, I forgot to mention that I saw Terminator this weekend. Ooh, no spoilers, please. No spoilers, but I enjoyed it very much. Okay, so that that that's good to hear. I'm glad to hear that. I, I enjoyed it, and I would let you know if I did not, or if I thought it was worth saving your money for. Go see is this movie. Worth, is it is it worth to see it in theaters? Yes. Okay. 
Yes, I think so. I think if I had paid full price for my ticket, which I have A-list, so that's always the caveat. If I had paid full price for my ticket, I would be just as happy as I am now. Like, no, no, no regrets. Okay. None at all. That's, that's real good to hear. That's yeah. Real and, good and, to hear. and multiple people I know who also saw it same weekend. Very pleased with this entry into the Terminator saga. So maybe once everybody gets caught up, we can talk about that one day. Yeah, I'll get there. <laughs> You'll get there one day. Oh, man. Oh, and I am going to plug that I am going tomorrow to go see a movie I've been very excited about since I found out it was going to become a thing. And that is Dr. Sleep. Oh, that's tomorrow? Yes. That's not even the biggest thing you've got going on tomorrow. No, it's not. The biggest thing I got is dinner with you. Super excited about that. (laughs) But Dr. Sleep is the continuation to the story of The Shining... Danny is all grown up now, and he's Ewan McGregor, and he remembers a place, the Overlook Hotel, and just like in Lost, he has to go back. And that was how I figured out how to get lost into this podcast episode. You son of a bitch. (laughs) It was Lost or the Florida Marlins. Well, we'll leave it at Lost. Yep. We'll stop there. We'll stop. Uh, I really got nothing else to add today, man, unless All you right. got something else you want to talk about. No, I'm good. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Continue, you know, if you can, rate, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Just leave us a post. Drop us a post. Drop us a comment. We'd love to hear some questions from you guys because, like, bouncing questions off of each other, we've kind of hit the point where we're like, wait, did we already do that? So bring them your way. Yeah. We've got a lot lined up that we're trying to get all the X's and O's figured out. Crossing the T's, dotting the I's. But look for a, a very fun close to the year slash beginning of 2020. Yes. Uh, where we enter the Roaring Twenties. The Roaring Twenties? Um, oh, I did have one more thing to say. Oh, yeah. Caitlin bought tickets. I'm going to go see Burt Kreishner. I was going to ask you who the hell that was. He's on Netflix. Don't watch him in front of Lana. Okay. Hilarious. But don't watch him in front of Lana. Okay. <laughs> the, the best way I can explain it. Okay. Well, <laughs> where are you seeing him at? Uh, it's going to be the Cobb Performing Arts Center. Oh, okay. I saw um, Zelda, the Zelda Orchestra there years ago. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just looking at it as the fact that I'm going to have to drive to Cobb County. Is that on a weekday? Uh, it's on a Sunday. Oh sir. As long as it's not you're not it's not during baseball season, so you're good. No, it's yeah, it's in April, oh, so yeah. Should be good. fine. But anyway, if you listen this long, thank you for listening. Y'all have a great morning, afternoon, or evening whenever you're listening. Goodbye.